my hope. You are my peace. You are my healer. You are my refuge. You are my hope for tomorrow. You are my hope for today. The place that Jesus wants to bring us to his arms. We're going to get into the worst a moment, but I feel pray this prayer. If you have children ages one through three, we have you. And before we transition, is right through the exit door left. But I, I feel like before we transition, I feel like God's to conquer the fear of intimacy. The fear of intimacy. Getting close to God. The fear of closeness. And if you desire that, there's so much that Jesus desires to do and do through our lives. But that fear, either fear cast out the love of God, or we're going to hold on to fear, or we're going to welcome the love of God. Love for God is going to cast of our fears. Love in the same place. Love and fear will not dwell at the same time. So why don't we live going to ask to bind, to rebuke the fierce intimacy our eyes. We're going to ask him to remove that from us right now. Would you just call upon him to remove any to him right now? Let's do that in the name of Jesus. You are calling us to come close to you, Lord. You're calling us by your pure, Lord God, love. Lord, your love wants to heal us. Your love restore us. Your love transformed outlook on life. Your love overflow our lives with joy and peace. Good things, great things today. Lord God, remove the Messiah in our lives. Fear of getting close to you. The fear of getting hurt. Let your perfect love cast out every fear. We bind and rebuke the spirit of fear in the name of Christ. And we loose your come in and come in close. Come in as close as you want to. Take us to that place, Lord. To that secret place, Lord, where I can be with you, Lord Jesus. Cast out fear. You can make me just like you. We receive your love today. Jesus name. We welcome your love in Jesus' name. Can we clap our hands and receive the love of God in our lives today? Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Philippians 1. And if you have children, ages 1, we have nursery right through the exit doors and to the left. And the Lord wants us to him today. Draws close. And I'll say this, that the effect, the impact that Jesus our lives is totally dependent upon how close we are to the core of who we are. This year, I can't even say in this, but for me, marks 20 years of ministry. 20 years of ministry. I've met people in a lot of situations in 20s of ministry and I have so many so close but stay so far from God they began to make a pathway towards the Lord 
and decided they were more comfortable in their pain. It them to stay where they were than to take the journey towards Jesus that involved healing and, and restoration in their life. And I want to say to us, to, don't let that your story. The Apostle Paul was witnessing to King Agrippa in Acts 20. The Apostle Paul was a prisoner for the Lord who evangelized two-thirds of the then-known world. He was standing before King Agrippa and sharing story unto the witness to the king, standing in chains on his wrists and chains around his. And the King Agrippa was so moved by testimony, he said, the Apostle Paul, almost persuadest me to be a Christian. Your story is convicting. It is so compelling. Your hope in God, your restoration in everything. I used to haul Christians off to jail and put them to amen. amen. I was on my way to Damascus and a light, amen, shined upon me. It blinded me, bright a sun. And he shared his conversion story. He shared everything with the king. And the king was so moved by it. But the king almost persuade me to be a Christian. You almost persuade me to trust the Lord, but I have a fear. And he held on to fear and cast out the love of God in his life. Don't let that be your story today. Philippians wants this. Amen. And if you're not already standing, if you're physically capable of standing, if you'll be kind and in honor to the word of the Bible says, being caught of this very thing, that he done a good work. Somebody say good work. Good work. In you, perform it until the day of Jesus Christ. I want to read one more portion of scripture today. Psalms 27, it says, the, in my salvation whom shall I fear? The Lord is the strength of my life. Of whom shall I be afraid? When the wicked, even mine enemies and my foes, came upon me to eat up my flesh, they stumbled. And, and though a host should encamp against me, shall not fear. My heart not fear. The opposite of fear is not faith. Scripture, it's not. Not according to God, it's not. The opposite of fear is the anti-fear is. And David said, though an army, army should encamp against me. In other words, there's a whole army surrounding In my situation, I heart the war should rise against me in this be confident. One thing have I desired, and that will I after, that I may dwell in the house of the Lord all of my life. To the beauty of the Lord, inquire in his temple. That means to seek, pursue. Amen. For in the time of trouble... 
He, God, shall hide me, protect me in his, in the secret of his tabernacle. Call our church Lighthouse Tabernacle, dwelling place. It's a place of worship. It's a place of communion with God. Of his tabernacle, he, he shall set my, set me up upon a rock. And now shall mine head be lifted up above enemies round about. And therefore will I in his tabernacle sacrifice. I will sing. Yea, I will sing praises unto the Lord. Subject this first Sunday of 2019 is simply this. The Lord my confidence. The Lord my confidence. Amen. Let's pray one more time unto the Lord. But Lord, we worship you. We give you thanks. We give you glory. Your word fill our hearts trans- into who you want us to be. And thanks today. And then everybody, we said in Jesus' name, amen. Amen. So you may be seated in the house of the Lord. Amen. I feel God shifting my message here some. And so I'm going to follow the here. You know, the Lord is wanting to teach us see. Intimacy. Psalms are such a chapter or book in the Bible because of David's expressed. I don't know if there's a man before or after him who expressed love in transparency towards God. David, the Lord, but a man after his own heart. Amen. David sued the Lord. David, David sang, danced before the Lord. David worshiped before the Lord. Amen. He prayed before the Lord. David named of the Lord. He worshiped the Lord of enemies. He worshiped the Lord in the midst of friends. He opposition. He in the midst of having javelins thrown at him. He worshiped the Lord in the midst of his own men turning against him at Ziklag. Ziklag. The Philistines had come in and had kidnapped David and his army's wives and their children. And when this experience happened, they came back and they saw their houses burned down, their possessions lost. And mourn and cry. And in the midst of their mourning and in the midst of their complaining, David's men turned on them, on him. And David felt like he had nobody in his world who cared. Amen. David felt like he had nobody in his world who is on his side and the bible says that in the midst of situation in the of even his own men turning them i mean it was a his wife it was enough that the enemy stole his kids it was a me amen stole his possessions and browse but now in the midst of it the men who walk with them day in and day out they blame david it's one thing if your enemy hurts you another thing if those close to hurt you Felt that sting, felt alone. And the Bible says that David encouraged himself in the Lord. David resolved with himself, if I have nobody, I still have Lord. If I don't have anybody else, Lord, you are enough for me. If my enemies surround me, 
If war, even if my own men aside from me, Lord, I'm going to encourage myself and you, Lord, Lord, you, Lord, are good and endures forever. You're faithful, Lord. Even when David had sinned, there was a number of times where David had sinned. You know, again, society who thinks everyone in the Bible, Bible, it's full of real people. You think it's not new. It was in the Bible. You think murder's new? Read your murder was in the Bible. You think that lying and adultery and stealing and all these things are new? The thing new under the sun. Read your Bible in there. And it's a holy God trying to reach for fallen humanity. It's a holy God trying to reach for fallen humanity. The word of God talked about it and thrived today. Today, Amen. Salvation. Amen. Is salvation is deliverance from sin and its consequences. I'm in scripture where David coming too confident, too cocky in his army strength, in his own military strength. He began to count and say, look at us. Uh, amen. We got it all together. Roll through all over this army, our opponents. Uh, and the Lord was angry with him for being arrogant. I'm going to judge you, David. I'm going to judge his straight from me, David. This is a man in heart. We're going to get to why God bad in just a moment. David was confident in himself, Lord. And the Lord said, I'm going to judge you. He said, he, he allowed David to choose. He let either your adversary armies to charge you, to defeat you, and you can be under their rule, or I'm, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to discipline you, David. And David said, Lord, I'll let you quince from my sin. Lord, I'll let you give the consequence. I did fail you. I did turn my heart from you. I did not do what you asked me to do. Please don't let my life to the hands of man. But even if you're disordered, Lord, uh, even if your punishment, uh, amen, at least it's not an eternal punishment. Correct me on earth. Uh, I sting of, of correction here. And it's from God for eternity. And Lord, Lord, you correct me. You, this is, I know, are merciful. I know that you are merciful. Why did the Lord call David a man after his own heart? Uh, amen. David was an adulterer. David was a murderer. Amen. David standing again, trusting in him. He was more than what he really was, thinking he'd do his own thing and be whatever he wanted to be without the Lord. Uh, and amen. Standing on his loft one day, uh, lust after a young lady named Bathsheba, who was already married. Uh, amen. And found out who her husband, his name was Uriah. And uh, amen. Through authority. Amen. Come and be put on the front lines of battle. And this woman that David was lusting at, her husband, front lines by David. And Uriah was killed. David or David tree with Bathsheba. Nathan came to David. He gave a he gave a parable that I'm going to go into today. Amen. But he said, basically, David, you have everything you want, and this this one woman, all this man, and you took her, you stole her, and put you 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 robbed him of his life. David came to him and said, Amen. What man like that? Oh, I'd punish a man if he did something like that. The prophet Nathan said, David, man, and David repent. He read. 
rent his clothes. He put, he put ashes upon his head and began to, began to fast and to repent and start towards God. Change the fact that Uriah was dead. It didn't change the, that now Bathsheba was pregnant with David's baby. I'm talking about God who is reaching to save humanity. I'm talking about a holy God who's reaching to save a fallen humanity. Jesus is that holy God. And we, we, humanity. And David began to repent. I'll die that Bathsheba had. And then God gave them another Solomon. Try to get to this quick, but here's the difference. Here's why David, here's why God called David a man after his own heart. Hey man, I saw something in scripture recently and it blew me away. And I've read about Solomon and as David was coming to the end of his life, he was getting ready to pay the kingdom to Solomon. His Solomon was going to build a temple worship for the Lord because David had dirty hands, would not allow David to build his temple. Amen. But, you know, Solomon asked his reign. He asked him. He understanding to guide, and I, I can't remember the reference at the time, amen, but later Solomon's life and Solomon's many wives, his heart, the Lord. Many idols turned his heart from Solomon had his failures too. Moses had his failures too. Hey, so why man after God? Why God throughout? Why did even, amen, when he manifested himself in flesh uh, as the man Christ Jesus come through the lineage of it? Because in spite of David's failure, he couldn't erase it. He did it. He messed up. But his repentance burned than his failure. He turned to God. He art my create in me a clean heart, O oh God. Renew a right spirit within me. I'm talking about he knew, he knew he messed up. Amen. Who fake repent. They cry for an altar on a Sunday morning. They see all the right words. They do all the right things, but their heart is far from God. Heart is not in their repent. Their heart and the difference between David and Solomon is David turned his heart back to God. David said, where can I go but where you are, Lord? If I end up in heaven, you're there. If I make my bed in hell, you're there. I can't commune with you there, but your eyes are there. Where can I go to but what do I have? What's worth anything in this life but you? The Lord, the Lord. And somebody stand to our feet. I didn't preach what I thought I was going to preach today. The Bible says a just fall seven times and rises again. It's not a literal seven time. Seven means perfection. It, it just, it means 
no matter how many times getting back up. And it's not just getting, it's what we do when we get back up. I'm going to set my heart to serve the Lord. I'm getting rid of those in my life. I'm these distractions in my life. I'm getting rid of these excuses in my life. I did it. I failed. Lord. But I'm coming back. The altar. I'm not leaving the prayer room. Get my eyes off of things that don't last. Get my eyes off of my heart from you. I'm going to seek the Lord. I'm going to seek. I'm going to seek the Lord. I'm after his heart. After his heart. I'm going to go after his heart. I'm going to go after heart. Not his hand. Some people only know what he can do for them. God, God bless me with that. It's this. God's hand, but they don't want God's heart. These Psalms in the book. We see David's mountains, his valleys, his lows. We see his failures. He is as transparent as transparent can be. He puts it out there all on the line. Good times and bad times. We see him when he's surrounded. We see him when he's rejoicing in the blessings and the favor of God. The Lord said, David, David is a man after own heart it seems like no matter what happens to david no matter what people do to david, no matter what people say to david even if david hey man he king his heart to after my heart i know david david's after my heart he could i would imagine that psalms in the bible but if you will it's david's it's journal. I'm sure there's many other writings. I didn't know scriptures here today, but it's David's journal of him seeking after the heart of God. David said in Psalm 27, 4, he said one thing. I desire of the Lord. Now I'm realizing why God gave me this verse me before service today. There it is now. One thing I have desired of the Lord, that will I seek after. You know what God was convinced of? That David desired we're fallen, fallen. You're fallen. We're we are dirty flesh. The apostle said it. With this, no good thing. But when I pursue the Lord and I'm filled with the Spirit and I'm washed in His name, I who empty, I who am tainted, can be made whole by His Spirit and by His blood. This is the scripture God gave before service. Matthew 5, 6 to you media. If you could put it, we're going to read this and we're going to pray. Wisdom. Matthew 5, verse 6, if it's possible, I'm going to go ahead and read it. 
Jesus says in Matthew 5, verse 6, Blessed are they. Highly favored is what that word means. Blessed are they. Hunger and thirst for righteousness. Are they which hunger and thirst after righteousness for shall be filled. Not they which hunger and thirst after church service. Not they who hunger in religious routines and ritual. Not they the temporal things of this world. Blessed are they hunger and thirst righteousness. What do you desire today? Are you be fixed? Is that the end of what you desire? Have all your bills paid off? Have no peace? What do you desire? Desire to be the next great sports star? Desire pleasures on end? Leading high? What do you desire? Blessed are they which do hunger and thirst after righteousness, for they shall be fed. Jesus was in essence saying, when you hunger for righteousness, you hunger for me. Thirst after righteousness, thirst. One thing have I heard of the Lord, that will I seek after. Our pursuits, our desire. We are after reveal our true desire. What do you think about day in, uh, day in, day out? What are you thinking about right now? What we're after reveals our desire. One thing have I desire, and that seek. Blessed are they which hunger and thirst after. Day, God wants to know this first Sunday of 2019. Do you want Him? Look at my all His failures, all of His faults. But one thing is unmistakably clear: this who is after. David is a man who desires. He fell hard, repented harder. And his pursuit of me outweighed his hunger pursued. Outweighed his faults today. I want to invite us to this altar this morning. I want to do this. Unnecessary. Like this, but just and so.